previously on follow the leader magic is dying and the magus is dying with it we travel together to the realm of umbra where magic was born fall of magic is a collaborative storytelling game where we play a group of travelers and the company of the magus on the way we'll encounter strange hosts fantastic places and perilous choices as we play to discover who our characters are how they relate and how our journey changes them my character's name is arcady they use they them pronouns and they are a fugitive of Stormguard. They took something that they should not have. And uh, didn't look back. I will be home taking uh, the helm of Arcturus Regulus, a knight of Stormguard. I will be playing Lothaly, who is a... Uh, midwife of barley town Faye uses Faye or she pronouns and i just want to say that i envisioned fair as a like very large like nine foot tall like half treant person with uh like weaves for hair that change with the seasons so we now return to the game already in progress Zach, it's your turn. Oh, shoot, it's my turn. <laughs> um, okay. I will, um, okay, by, by that token, I will go to At Dawn, your morning ritual. And the next morning, it is Arcturus. Uh, so he like from Arcturus's point of view it's like he goes down lies on his back crosses his arms closes eyes closes his eyes opens them again it's morning hmm. um which is that's that's his perspective on on all events that occur uh while he is asleep um <laughs> uh he yeah he sits up um buckles on his armor which takes 10 minutes as per the doffing and donning rules <laughs> um his his breastplate his gauntlets his greaves his his boots his big cape and then once once he is uh prepared for battle he goes and um what is it he he like he goes and uh like drinks um from the wine from the from the water skin um he drinks two thirds of it and then uh or like you know a glass of water or whatever uh, a canteen uh and then and then spreads the rest out uh, like the like the storm like like raining uh and then he's just very very like quietly doing all of the sort of like chores of being on a quest you know he he sharpens his sword he sharpens his spear uh he takes the magus's sword and sharpens it if anyone else has a sword he sharpens it uh polishes armor uh feeds the horses his his morning ritual is just everything that needs to get done hmm. dig it um and he as part of that, like, stops and looks to the east and smells the air to see where the um, where the moisture is and if it might rain today. Is it going to rain today? Well, I don't know how it is where you're from, but where I'm from, the end of summer is always marked with monsoon season. 
So he smells the petrichor in the air and smiles. May I also suggest that when he wakes up, uh, mm. the the line of demarcation of summer has moved like visibly. Ooh. Yeah, he, he, he like smiles and then turns around to see it and it's like further away than it should be and he frowns. All right, we need all need to get up and get moving. This is not something we let fester. Uh yeah, that's me. Alrighty. Um I think I'm going to go to Harper's Road. The prompt is uh, who you left behind. Mm -hmm. And I think this is like after we've packed up and we're on the road again. And I think Lothaly is walking next to Arcady's horse. Mm -hmm. uh, and Faye looks... I think it's still down, like, unless unless Arcady's riding, like, a draft horse or something, I think Lothaly is still looking down at them. I think even if it was, like, a Clydesdale, I think they would still be looking down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they might be close to eye level, but, but no, Lothaly's still looking down, and Faye's like, if I may pry, I'm pretty curious... Why would you leave it all behind? They glance round to see how close uh, Arcturus is on his <laughs> horse. He is close, but is like almost perhaps a little bit obviously not <laughs> like looking at them. Mm -hmm. uh, they look backgrounds sort of on the road and they don't answer for a moment. And. Like for a second, I think there's just like the sound of like the horse's hooves like thumping against the ground, and Othelai sees their hand sort of going to the bag at their hip. I had more reasons to leave, or a better reason to, not more. Hmm. At least I thought so. I'm trying to think of how Lothaly would phrase this. How I think I want I think like Arcadies in their mid to late twenties. They're not like a teenager who's done mm -hmm. this. This is like an adult or somebody who appears to be an adult has made that choice. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think uh, Lothaly and Arcady are like the same age developmentally. Like Arcady's sure. probably closer to like fifty or sixty, but for a half treant mm -hmm. Faye is Faye is effectively in the early to mid twenties range. Mm -hmm. And she says I can't imagine giving up my family that way. But if you say you have your reasons, you have your reasons. I think their hands tighten on the reins of the horse and there's like that slight crackling sound again mm -hmm. and the smell of ozone intensifies a little bit and they aren't looking at her when they say not all families are the same and like makes the horse go a little bit faster so they don't have to talk uh, to to her for a little bit. Pull ahead a little. Yeah, Faye does not follow. Uh, Faye lets Arcady mm -hmm. uh, go. Cool. So we're back around to Jade, huh? Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Maybe they should do something with this Magus. Maybe this is... Yeah, maybe I think I'm going to move the Magus. And this is us uh, entering uh, Botley Town. So we leave the sort of leafy paths and nooks and crannies of the Oak Hills. And the terrain sort of levels out a little as the trees give way to sort of rolling fields 
I was about to say an amber waves of grain. Why do I know <laughs> that? Oh, I know why I know that. <laughs> uh, but I think it is that it's like the trees almost sort of like give way and there's like these just soft, like the grains moving in the breeze. Mm-hmm. And there's like the side of the town down in the valley, like you like got all these fields and then just like nestled in the heart of this is um, this town that they're moving towards. And I think what this is, is it's a festival and every year a Bali Lord gets crowned, as it were, who gets to sort of like oversee proceedings and there's a big thing made in the center of town and it's it's like a, a thanksgiving a cornucopia kind of vibe like the beginning of the harvest mm-hmm. i think it's a purely ceremonial thing and I, but and it is a time when anyone can come to barley town and be fed like they throw open all the doors all the welcome because it's it's a time of bountifulness and there's this belief that um when you share, it will come back to you, and so that that openness, like the the willingness to share, but is like considered to be prosperous for for the winter. Mm-hmm. Like the the gener- if you are generous now, winter will be kind. Well, that that's the superstition anyway. So that makes sense. So they, as they sort of head into town, I think you they can hear music, and there are like streamers, like hung about the place. And maybe even like the pass into the town between the fields, like the last of the um, summer flowers, like the dropped, they're scattered along to like make this colorful carpet almost as, as we make our way into the town. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I think the mage just does smile at seeing all of this because this isn't necessarily, this isn't about magic. This isn't, this is the people and the, their love for the land and they're sharing it in each other. And that is, a reassurance, even in this un- deeply uncertain time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'd like to add a detail. Mm-hmm. Um, since it's Barley Town, I want to say that there are a bunch of breweries. Yes, in good. this town, mm-hmm. and so like there's also kind of like an Oktoberfest vibe. Mm-hmm. Lots of beer, lots of music. Dig it. Oh yeah, is it? Is it me? It is. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, what I am going to do is uh head down. Uh, Arcturus Argus, as you as we arrive in town, says, "All right, we're going to be going to the Stormguard Mountains next, so we're going to need." Mountain, uh, mountaineering gear, uh, heavy cloaks. Some of you are less accustomed to the climate. Uh, and he goes to the farmer's market to get what you need for the journey. Alrighty. Um, now, this is actually an interesting thing. Because he is assuming or declaring that you are going to continue your quest by going through the Stormguard Mountains. Uh, but this is actually, the next spot is a uh, a fork mm-hmm. where you go to two different places, mm-hmm. being this, the mountains or through the Mistwood. So if, if, if people had a preference in the other direction and wanted to establish that as being the, the direction the Magus wants to go, perhaps, or that someone else wants to go and we could make like a like a you know like a a thing of it almost this would be a good a good chance to do that as like part of an interaction or a scene mm-hmm. because otherwise Arcturus is just going to get heavy blankets <laughs> and fur cloaks <laughs> and <laughs> snowshoes and uh rock climbing gear oh well, i mean i can't imagine that the heavy blankets and fur cloaks wouldn't be useful further on anyway, especially with the encroaching of, like, the unnatural autumn. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind if Lothaly, uh comes with you? Not at all. I was going to say, is this fair stomping ground? Is, uh, yes. Is, uh, yeah, because they're the yes. mi- a midwife of Barleytown, right? Yes, this is, this is where fair is from. 
Um, I'm imagining that uh, one of Fair's parents uh, was from the Oak Hills and the other one is from Barleytown and that's why she came from Barleytown. Mm -hmm. But uh, she knows a bunch of people here. Like, you know, this is... I'm imagining this is, like, kind of a fairly bustling place. You know, there's a lot of people coming and going, and I think that, like, someone who's involved with, like, midwifery is probably, you know, someone who may be kind of busy here just because of the large population or largish population. So Faye knows a bunch of people, and when Arcturus is, like, trying to purchase from somebody, Faye just kind of, like lays a firm hand on his shoulder and uh, leans down to whisper, not that one. <laughs> that's worth, that. that's barely worth five coin and they're trying to charge you ten? No. No. Come with me. Yes, the, this is something that I've noticed here, is that you use these coins made of metal? Well, what else are they going to be made out of? Paper? <laughs> Lightning? Do these people look like they can handle lightning to you? Do I look like the sort of person who cares to touch lightning? Mm. He looks at his coin purse filled with little tiny chips of electricity. <laughs> mm. Yes. Unfortunate. <clears throat> well, um, my money's no good here. It seems. So perhaps uh, the quartermaster position <clears throat> should fall to one who is uh, more equipped to handle these transactions. That seems like a prudent call. And uh, Faye leads Arcturus down an alley and then into another corner of the market uh, where a couple of people, like, wave at her. And... She waves back and just kind of, like, nudges Arcturus in the direction of one of the friendly-seeming sellers in a stall. Mm -hmm. And, like, kind of slips him a small coin purse and says, don't spend it all in one place. Mm. Right. Right. Yes, hello, Hawker. I require goods. <laughs> um, yeah. He goes and buys some stuff. Beautiful. Uh, that's me. It's my turn now, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, man. These are all really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Jay, do you want to uh, play the Magus? Sure. I haven't played the Megas yet. Well, not in the scene. I've done like yeah. the moving. Yeah, the but I mean, like you moved the Megas here, so mm. yeah, yeah. No, I'm happy to. So I think Lothaly goes to one of the the many taverns that has thrown open its doors and is you know letting the beer flow and. It's, uh, I'm choosing the Inn of the Axe and Fiddle, uh, the story prompt being A Song of Your People. And I think this is, this, this is something where, like, she dragged the Magus, mm -hmm. uh, because he was, uh, maybe looking just a little bit down. And, uh, she dragged the Magus here and mm -hmm. is just like, you have to sample this. And, uh, she presses a pint of ale into the Magus's hands uh, while she uh, takes a pint of her own. And I think instead of, like, drinking it with her mouth, she, like, puts her fingers in it mm -hmm. to just kind of, like, like, it slowly gets soaked up, mm -hmm. like, visibly. But that's how she consumes the beer. Very good. I think when uh, he's given the pint, the mage is like, well, I've never turned down a free drink in my life. I'm certainly not going to start now. <laughs> and um, to happily chugs away a part of the pint, sets it down, wipes the suds 
from the bed, uh, from his bed, and sits back uh, on his stool and takes in the the inn around the two of them. He's just like, so this is your part of the world, isn't it? Lothalie nods. I'm glad your research uh, brought us here at this time of year. It's it's my favorite. And uh, I think the one of the guests who's probably more than a little bit schnockered mm-hmm. uh, climbs up onto one of the tables nearby and while gently swaying on their feet starts uh, clapping to set the beat and then starts belting out a very silly and very body song about the founding of Barleytown and, mm-hmm. you know, the sowing of seeds. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, fertile harvests, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's very silly, but uh, the Magus... What have we got in Barleytown? We've got lots of kids in Barleytown! <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Yes, exactly. And uh, the Magus catches Lothalai, like, singing... Under fair breath. I think when he sees that, he uh, starts singing along loudly. <laughs> Beautiful voice. Knows all the words, because of course he does. <laughs> it's like, starts drumming out like a counter melody, like, or a harmony along on the, the top of the table that they're sat at. Mm-hmm. So, gets a song going in around. So, <laughs> yeah. Good shit. So yeah, back around to Arcady. Mm. Because of who I am as a person and because it's fun, I'm going to head over to the old abbey. Ooh. I think this is like while the partying is happening and they sort of uh, walk away to like I feel like this is a ruin. This isn't like an active abbey. And sort of pushes open whatever remnants of a door there is and goes and sits and just looking up at whatever there is informed like an altar or whatever, what remnants there might be of it. Mm. And just sits and like there's still like the faint sound of like music and laughter but it's a lot more muffled and I think it does start raining um, and maybe the rain doesn't even get all the way over to the town but it definitely starts raining above the abbey mm-hmm. so I'll leave this open to if anybody wants to be in it as well well I know where rain is uh, 100% of the time <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, I could definitely, uh, Arcturus would certainly be there when he senses the, the downpour. Mm-hmm. I like the thought that the rain gets a little heavier when, uh, he shows up and the, like, the drumming of it on the roof of the abbey is enough to start to drown out the laughter and the sounds of music from the town. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like the sound of rain and footsteps in this big empty abbey mm-hmm. door the door opens and and he comes in despite it raining so hard outside he's actually dry mm-hmm. um because the storm guard have an, have an understanding mm-hmm. with the sky but not the river springs though no those are well, that's groundwater <laughs> That's groundwater, yeah. Skywater is our thing. Um, Just part of the the comedy of it. Um, He says, I never took you to be religious. I'm not. I just like the quiet. He looks up at the sound of the rain slamming down onto the roof. (laughs) There's a crack of lightning. Yes. Quiet. 
<sighs> sort of turn around to sort of look at him properly. I'm not going back. Crosses his arms. What else are you going to do, Arcadia? Where else have you to go? With the mages? The mages is going to Stormguard. We don't have to go that way. You want to go that way. Yes. It is a safe path. Well trod. Well known. The only other option takes us through the Mistwood. And those rangers play tricks. Of course you would say that. I can't go back. Squints. I... I think this is where they reach into their bag and pull out what it is they've been carrying. And I googled the word I thought of and I'm really annoyed as what it originally came from, so I can't use that. And I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I was going to go with like an all spark and I was just like, fuck, that's Transformers. (laughs) (laughs) But I I do think it's something like that. And it's... The Ur spark. Thank you. That's better. Uh, But it looks, I feel like almost like... um, have you ever seen one of those anatomical models of a heart where it's just the blood vessels that form around the outside of it? Um, uh, maybe. I'm fairly certain I've seen like anatomical drawings or like visual representations of just the blood vessels around a heart. And mm-hmm. I, I, it's that visual, but it's lightning instead of blood vessels. But it is like forming the shape of a heart uh, inside this glass. A container with like wrapped with iron bands around it to 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 protect it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when when you pull it out, Arcturus like steps forward and then catches himself. That artifact is it belongs to the entire guard. You can't just use it for yourself. I didn't take it to use it for myself. Why then? It it needs to be away from her. It, it it's not right to keep. Uh, we shouldn't be shut away. We were the last to know. We've become so insular. We can't keep this. We keep it safe, Arcadia. We stay safe. What good is safety for just a few? Not everything is meant to be contained like this. I just... I mean, like, there's a loud thunderclap outside it, like cuts off whatever she like they keep talking but like it like totally muffled uh by the sounds of the the weather outside Mm -hmm. and like their eyes i think they have the same sort of like electric blue eyes that that he does um and they're like shining and it like they're clearly deeply upset and but they're like lacking the articulation to to because they feel like they're not getting through to him so it's just the frustration is building and the crackling around them is more obvious and Mm -hmm. the storm is getting heavier outside i feel like maybe the rain has spread enough to like it's now the rain has now gotten to barley town as well even if like the storm part is more localized over the abbey Mm -hmm. there's like a a crack as lightning actually hits like a spire Mm mm-hmm I feel like in the in this class, the the earth spark is also like sparking brighter as well, and mm-hmm. it's like starting to almost glow and be a source of light in this. Uh, the, maybe the only source of light in there. Yeah, none of us have noticed that all of the candles have blown out. Mm-hmm. As Arcturus kind of looks around and he says, "This building is not meant to contain the wills of two Stormguard." We will see what the Mega says. 
and when he says that we're going to the mountains, you will follow. And then he flourishes his cape and (laughs) goes and leaves. I think they sort of sink back down onto the uh, the the pew that they were on and just hold the uh, spark to their chest and it's still glowing and crackling mm. quietly and um, they whisper something to it that is like carried away by the sound of the rain mm. but it, I think maybe it like pulses a little bit in that way it's sort of like one of the wisps and like Tinkerbell in some incarnations just like it's how you can tell maybe it's talking because the, the light flickers Mm-hmm. Coming from it. Very cool. That's my scene. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is it me then? It is. And I get the Magus. Yep. So you get to make the decision <laughs> of where we go. <laughs> Uh, the next morning, as we as we all uh, meet back up at the at the end of the axe and fiddle. Um, the Magus uh, kind of sweeps in as this big presence, and he says, Fantastic news, my friends. I've gotten a great deal on a map through the Mistwood. <laughs> nice. That is fantastic news, says Arcady, smiling brightly. Yes, uh, and... and <laughs> And and uh, Arcturus is like, you can't you you can't map of the Mistwood. That's it's changing constantly. Well, that's what they say. But uh, <laughs> stop biting me. <laughs> uh, she wants attention. Um, she's old. She is allowed to bite me. Uh, and um. The Magus says, "Well, be that as it may, I got—I already paid for it." So. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> and thus, um, yes, um, we go, uh, and thus the Magus uh, drives everyone through. And the, we go to the, 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 the fork in the road that says Mistwood, Mount, Mistwood this way, Stormgod Mountains this way, mm-hmm. and we turn left. Amazing. And, and Arcturus, like, stops at it and, like, looks and sighs. Um, and we arrive at the Mistwood, this huge ancient uh, uh willed uh forests um deep old growth the oak hills were old for sure but they are they have nothing on the mistwood um and uh the sword prompt is what slows you down and i've actually i think um as we arrive at the mistwood the horses become suddenly very uncooperative mm-hmm. and the Mega says oh right yes horses don't exactly agree with the underbrush here it's sort of uh, it's, it's, it's murder on their, on their hooves we're, we're going to have to let them trot back to Raven's Hall and go the rest of the way on foot they have all of our bags on them all of the gear and supplies that I and the makes <laughs> it away and says Arcturus, my friend the world will provide do not fear it's going to be okay um what what does everyone else feel about that? <laughs> Um, I feel like Akari figures out exactly what they're able to carry and just sort of like starts unloading the horses and then uh, we'll just like talk a little bit to the horse that they were riding because at the end of the day they won 
in their mm. mind. So they're, they're, they're pretty chipper about it. And as I said, they're, they're, they're pretty tall and broad. So they're not like afraid of carrying the heavy thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Lothalie, I think she actually just like unhooks the saddlebags from one of the horses and just like shoulders them and after a moment of like feeling the weight uh unhooks the saddlebags on another one of the horses and puts it on her other shoulder and is just like well i mean we can carry just as well as them uh, uh arcturus grumbles and takes off the last saddlebag and throws it over his shoulder says, <laughs> fantastic don't worry, I'm sure we will be totally fine. <laughs> After all, the world will provide. And he just walks straight into the forest. <laughs> Amazing. So, August. Hmm. I kind of feel like the only choice I have is by moonlight who these trees remind you of Mm. Uh, just as a tree person so I think um, there's so like I think that there are brief moments where the mist like parts a little bit so you can see some of the sky kind of like the mist is taunting you and so I think it's one of those moments uh, maybe lawfully has uh, fallen a little behind and she pauses for a moment when uh, there's a break in the mist and uh, she can see the the moon kind of like, oh, what's the word? I want to say waxing gibbous, gibbous. Mm, uh, it's getting it's, big. Yeah, it's getting big, but it's past the half. So it's not full, but it's on its way to. Yeah, I think that's gibbous. Um, I played I played a bunch of Werewolf the Apocalypse. I should know this by now. <laughs> um, although that was many years ago. Uh, so like it's on its way to being full, and so there's the promise of that little bit of light, and in that moment, like I think maybe somehow there is a very large weeping willow. Uh, that the moonlight just kind of like hits the leaves just right and for a moment Faye regrets leaving Barleytown even though Faye knows that this is an important thing and Faye can't really say no to the Magus but the Weeping Willow reminds her of let's say her mother uh let's say she has two mothers and this is her treant mother that she's reminded of uh with the the trailing branches of the weeping willow and she's just got like a stab of homesickness for a moment and then the mist like closes up and things are back to being kind of shadowy and uh, she hurries back on ahead uh, to catch up with the rest of the group. Alrighty. I'm looking at these and trying to decide what would be more fun. We haven't done a peril yet, but somebody else might want to do the peril. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you have one that you were strongly feeling about, Zach? Uh, not strongly. Okay. If you had a preference for one, I just wanted to make sure I didn't choose it. No, you're good. Okay. All right, let's let's go with foraging then, um, because why not? And because that's 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 do a peril. The lesson you teach. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um. So this is a, a numbered story prompt, which is a peril. Uh, describe the first line. She put a regular story prompt, and then when you're finished, we roll a die and describe the result. So, 
Dang. So I think this is after we've like settled um, for the night or like for the day. Maybe, I like the thought that maybe with how thick the mist is here, it's sort of always that sort of ambient light and it's really hard to tell what time it is. So it's more like uh, we travel when it feels like it's been enough time to stop and then we stop and we uh, we we settle down, we unpack as much as we were unpacking and as the uh, Magus was so good to point out, the world will provide. So um, <laughs> this is Arcady sort of leaving the uh the small relative safety of the small campsite they've set up and moving out uh into the mist to find food so like i like the visual of like the mist being thick enough to leave like droplets of moisture on their clothes as they move through and it's so thick that you almost have to like it's like pushing through fo- like thick like trees or like walking through bush almost it's like that dense mm-hmm. right. so uh, roll a d6 four alrighty a little sad it wasn't a six but you know that's just my brand <laughs> uh, <laughs> six is foxes is the thing um, but yeah, so four is bounty. So the lesson you teach, bounty of the forest. Hmm. What the fuck does this look like? Hmm. Okay. I think what this is, this is a reflection of the lesson you teach. Given what they said to Octurus in the Abbey. I think what this is, is they pull the Earthspark out from their bag again because they I think they realize that they're lost like they've gotten turned around and they aren't quite sure what they're supposed to be doing now and like the mist is so thick they can't really hear anything anymore either I think like they're they're, they're talking to the airspark and like watch like whispering to it almost like well, what do I do and the camera as it were doesn't we can't the like the camera can't hear whatever it is that the spark is saying and i think there's like the camera sort of pulls back slightly and then we hear a shattering of glass and you know that scene in mad max fury road where you see the lightning spiral out through the sandstorm I think it's like that, but through the mist. I think what it is, is like you see like these lightning, like run up trees and stuff like that. And in the mist, you start seeing like the outlines of things. And it's like the, the, the spark of life within all things. And it's what, um, allows them to find both food, but also find their way back to the others because it's like this glow that they can see in things like almost like switching like to night vision or something but they're seeing that instead of being blinded by the mist and the the bounty of the forest is just how much life there is here and it's easy to forget that when all you can feel is like this oppressive mist around you but Mm. you can feel totally cut off from everything but it's there it's always there even if you can't see it or feel it it's there and they sort of come back to the others with like like good, some good mushrooms and like maybe uh, something else. Like, oh, I can think of as mushrooms now. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten all other things that one might forage, like some some late berries and like blackberries, like autumn uh, fruit, soft fruits, mm-hmm. and then come back with all of that. And I think their step is lighter than it was when they when they left. And they look a little bit more sure of themselves mm-hmm. than when they left. But they don't say anything to anyone. They sort of like just set down the, the food that they found and sort of like settle down yeah. on their on their bedroll. Very cool. That's me. Fantastic. Well, so 
we have two options. Um, one of them is camping what runs out, and we just foraged, so I don't can't imagine that that would be accurate. Um, so what I'm going to do is head over to the Trail of the Rangers Ooh. and the Changing Mist. And so he, Arcturus, is like, all right, let me see that map. And, <laughs> and you know, sees the map that the Magus bought. This is, this, this is just a poem. Yes, it's it it is the it is the key to finding your way through the forest, and and Arcturus is like, that's <laughs> not a map. Amazing. <laughs> Arcturus, my friend, you are very caught up in this map business. This is, Fine, fine. If no one will do it, I will lead the way. Uh, and he charges ahead. You know, not charging, like running, but like, you know, picks up his pace to get to the front of the group uh, and begins following uh, the trail. And the unfortunate thing is the trail through the mist. The mist is thick. Impressive, even it is the mist wood. It's it's thick enough that it's something that that is like it's named for, uh, and so very quickly, like the camera follows him as he steps forward. This is see, uh, with this pace, we'll be out of the. And he turns around, and he's alone. <laughs> oh boy! And Arcturus says, "Okay." Okay, all right. I can handle this. I'm a knight of the storm guard. I <laughs> am trained for these situations. Um, and uh, and and um, as he's like talking, there's like voices in like the distance, like just th on the other side of like a bank of mist. It's just, right there you are, and he like just runs forward and. Passes through the mist and comes to another empty clearing. And through the mist, uh, there's this voice that says, Why, night of the storm, do you think you can keep lightning in a bottle? Like whirls around, his cape flowing in the mist, uh, draws his sword, uh, and he says, "Who is that villain, villain that you are, spe speaking uh, riddles in the woods? It's, it's deeply dishonorable." Um, and the voice uh, comes back and says, "This thing." You know, runs and swings a sword and buries it into a tree, thinking that that was the thing that was talking to him. And the voice continues and says, The first thing you learn as a Knight of Storm Guard is that you have to get off before it kills you. just like holds his sword up and it gets struck by lightning uh, and it just slams it down and just the, this huge like shockwave of mist um, bellows out from him and like he's like can see like a hundred yards in every direction through the woods and there's nobody there then as that voice chuckles Proceeds into the into the forest. Uh, he sees the campfire, hmm. and uh, 
walks back to it as the um, rest of the party has already completed their day of, of walking and made camp for the night. Hmm. And the nigga says, Oh, Octurus, we're starting to get worried about you. <laughs> you have the firewood. And Arcturus looks down, and he's holding a cord of freshly cut wood. He says, Yes, I suppose I must. <laughs> Dope. Very, very good. Um, puts it on the fire. <laughs> goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. How does he sleep after that? <laughs> you know, that's fair. Yeah. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!